money in probate real estate. It's one thing to know about probate. I think there's a number of ways that, that people have been told to do it in the past, but I believe, I should say it's my personal experience. There are multiple ways you can generate business in probate. You can do several, they're complementary. And that's what we're gonna talk about today on Probate Weekly. I'm Bill Gross, I'm a real estate broker here in Los Angeles, California. And I am primarily a real estate broker helping families, attorneys uh, sell property in probates. I also have built a national network of probate agents. We closed a deal in um, Michigan last month, and we got a new listing today in uh, Maryland, in Rockville, Maryland area. So uh, if you're interested in that, I'd love to talk to you about that. Um, but we do this probate weekly to get together to share information, ideas, best practices. Usually, I interview an attorney or vendor that we can all benefit from. Now, unfortunately, the good news and bad news is today that our guest isn't here. The good news is because uh, they're having their first baby. When we booked this call, uh, we knew that he was expecting about two weeks. And um, today it turns out there's a, uh, I don't know if they're actually having the the birth today, but they they had to move in a, a doctor's appointment today at four o'clock. And so I said, no, for sure. Let's, let's step aside and we will reschedule for next month. So instead of the topic today of, an, of a particular attorney, today I'm going to talk about uh, a topic. When I um, started this business, um, I'm a businessman. I'm not a just a real estate agent. I'm a real estate agent as a business person. But I have other things I do there in my business, other ways I make money. And I want to share with you guys not to get locked in, not that you necessarily have to have to diversify, but look for synergistic opportunities where you can make revenue from several places that will help you synergize your business where one plus one instead of two or dividing your time, one plus one can equal three if you do it correctly. That's what we're gonna talk about today as we talk about the 11 ways that you can make money in probate real estate. So that said, um, uh, let me just do, do a real quick um, uh, overview of a couple of things, a couple opportunities for you. If you're in the LA area, uh, right after this, uh, I'm, I'm leaving, but at 6.30 in the Culver City area, West Los Angeles is, oops, this is the wrong, there we go, is the LA County Real Estate Association Investors Monthly Vendors Expo. And there, there'll be like 250 people. Uh, it's a great speaker every month. It's free, free parking as well. And oops, I lost the right spot there. And the guest speaker this month will be talking about land banking, um, Christopher Meza, pre-development real estate and land banking. So it starts at 6.30 at the Iman Cultural Center on Motor Avenue. You can go to lareic.com. It's free to go to. I'll be there. I'm a vendor there uh, every month. And then there's a vendor's table where about 50 professionals like myself are there as well. I can't find the picture of that, but that's that's the room where the speaker is. And then the vendor, that's not the vendor's expo. But anyhow, there'll be about 50 vendors like me at tables. They'll be there to, um, I'm the official podcaster, by the way, of that. So let's just see you there if you're in the LA area at uh, 6.30. So we're going to finish here at 5 today, and I'm hustle right over there after that. Also, if you're on this call and you want to continue the conversation or find more resources, go to, on Facebook, our, 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 our Probe Experts group. We've now gone over 2,000 people, 2,300, and people come in here regularly. In addition to content that we post, uh, people come in looking for referrals in other areas. It might as well be you uh, looking for appraisers, attorneys, real estate agents, uh, questions that you can ask. Oftentimes, people will ask me questions about specific areas and states. Here's a case, how much can a personal representative charge for handling a probate? And that's going to vary based on the state they're in. Uh, there's some statutory limits, but uh, 
try to get the discussion going in different areas so we can handle that. So anyhow, that's hopefully a, a benefit to you uh, in the in um, um, in Facebook. Probate experts is our group. Okay, let's see. You got a bunch of people in the waiting room. Let's let them all in. And I'm going to put this back on to 11 ways to make money in probate real estate. So I'm just curious about uh, who here besides me uh, would like to make a lot of money. Now, I'm not all about the money. Put the chat box if it's yes. Raise your hand if it's yes. I'm not all about the money, but but money is a measure of the value we create for our customers. And so what I want you to think of is instead of this being, and I get I get approached with a referral income, with a way to make money off my business at least once a week, right? Solar panels and um, utility connections and um, never ending. Now, some services I use offer me affiliate income if I promote to other people. For example, I use Mailbox Power on my probate business. And I've, you know, and they offer if I sign people up, I get paid money. The truth is, I, I you know, it's not Mailbox Power, it's how I use it. And I think it's a great service and I use it. Um, but I'm not selling that to anybody. I don't make enough money per hour for that to make sense for me. Um, another example, I've been approached with, well, all kinds of things. You all, if you're a real estate agent, besides me, and you've been approached with a side business that made no sense at all, say I or put it in the chat box. Because we all have been. And then the other part, the other question I ask you is, if you're a real estate agent or investor and you've been approached by a side business, Legal Shield, Legal Shield's a great product. It's not for me to sell, right? I have friends who sell Legal Shield, use them. One of them will be at the at the expo tonight. Come by and meet with them. And I'd love to see you uh, with Lois uh, and, and get involved with Legal Shield if that's what you want to do. I'm not selling it because I make good money helping my customers in real estate. How many of you have seen friends, colleagues, family members chasing referral source income, spending their time and making less money than if they're an Uber driver, or maybe they're an Uber driver, making less money per hour than they need to live on, trying to chase the buck? Who's seen that besides me? I've seen them go bankrupt because of that. We've all seen that, right? We've all seen realtors who, who spend their time on these things, and it makes no sense. So I'm going to talk today not about those. Because here's the key component, in my opinion, those other businesses don't make sense or do make sense based on one thing. Do they support the main thing? Now, I know, Matthew, you're a realtor and an auctioneer, I think, both? That's correct. Okay. And so I, I'm not here to deep dive your business. You're not asking me for any insight, but I would say that works as long as the two help each other where they compete or where they're separate, they're just two businesses and you can't be good at either one, but where they work together. I know people who are auctioneers and realtors and that's their focus, that the auctioning helps the real estate, the real estate helps auctioning, and that is one plus one equaling three, right? That's right. So some people I believe in, in real estate uh, see that opportunity in lending and mortgages. I think that's a mistake because I think personally, I was a lender. And you can be good at both. You can't be great at both at the same time. They're just too complicated, too different. There are some legal structures, I think, that make that hard. Maybe I'm wrong. That was my choice. Maybe you can find a way to make it work. But again, the criteria that we're looking for is an additional business only makes sense if one plus one equals three. 
Now, the other is you might be on this call and say, well, I'd rather do the other business than real estate. That's fine. That makes If that makes sense for you. But don't get caught up in chasing a buck. And as a result, missing out on, don't, it was, don't, don't uh, uh, step over dollars to pick up pennies. So Garmin says, I'm a broker and a real estate instructor. Now, I know people who do that. And they're real estate instructor. And then that helps them build their real estate team or their franchise or their brokerage or their company. Keller Williams built their business based on that. Century 21 built their business on that. Certain real estate offices I know have built their business on that. I have a friend at EXP who does that. He mentors brand new agents and brings them into our company. I don't do that. So because I've been approached with that. That was one of those affiliate things that I was offered that to me made no sense because it didn't fit my business model. So one plus one was just two, not three. And really one plus one would be 1.5 because I'd be so busy trying to do two things. I wouldn't do either one and be great at it. So today I'm gonna to walk through 11 ways and talk about how you can do them in a way in probate specifically that you can make money and where that synergy can exist in my experience. And some of these have actually done, I'll share with you where that's the case. So let's, with that in mind, let's go to 11 ways to make money in probate real estate. Okay, let me get my chat up here and let me get my, okay, 11 ways. So here we go, number one, invest and hold property. Now, this one is a little tricky because when you sign a listing agreement as an agent, you are representing the seller and have a fiduciary responsibility, at least in California. I think that if you approach them as a realtor, whether you sign the contract or not, I think you're stuck being their fiduciary or potential fiduciary. But I do know people who do what I call take two bites of the apple, meaning if realtors should market to probate uh, families and investors can under two different brands or maybe two different people, husband, wife, partner, one's the realtor, one's the investor, you can consolidate your marketing costs that way. And at the same time, have two bites of the apple. You're on the phone, you talk to somebody. I do know it's hard to convert somebody when you approach them as a realtor to an investor, having talked to them. I do know it's hard to convert somebody when you approach them as an as a, uh, investor to then turn on list the property. It can be done, but people tell me they're, they're better off doing one or the other, but you can attack them with a partner. And in fact, I want to say as a general rule, I have a couple of really good investors that we work together. I don't invest and hold the property. I help them find properties that they invest and hold. Okay. But that's one way that you can obviously, and there are a lot of probate coaches who specialize in this particular approach. Um, let's see. Okay. Go ahead. You have a question? I got some background noise. I'm going to go ahead and mute. If you have a question, raise your hand. I'd be glad to unmute you or put in the chat box. Uh, Jill says she's a fan of, of highest and best use of time. I am all with you on the highest and best use of time. So number one is you can invest and buy property. And so one way, in fact, one reason I got into being a probate realtor was to look for opportunities. I look at a property and I've bought properties as a result of probate knowledge. I bought them and flipped them. Now, I personally in LA will do a, what I call lipstick flip. If it's a, um, um, you know, if all I have to do is clean it out, junk it out, clean it up and remarket it, I'll buy it. 
I'm not going to buy and hold a property personally in California, but I will in Florida and Texas. That's part of why I'm trying to build a team in Florida and Texas. But that's number one. Number two is flip property, right? As a real estate agent or as an investor, many of, uh, many of my customers uh, who I do business with in, in uh, probate real estate, they use probate as a way to flip property. You can buy them uh, either on the MLS, knowing how to get through the process. You can buy them at the court, knowing how to get through the process, or they approach families before they file the probate and help them through the probate as a way to get control of the transaction ahead of time. So those are different options, but, but at the end of the day, you can flip the property as your primary focus or as a secondary focus, using your knowledge of probate real estate as a tool to help you, again, looking for the one plus one equals three model. Number three, you can do construction to generate business. Now, construction could be remodeling, construction could be more development, adding rooms, area to use and such. But I know several real estate agents whose primary business is approaching families since most properties in probate are run down or dated, or I should say a good chunk of them. And they'll offer and they'll say, look, you're inheriting this property. We'll fix it up and we'll advance the money or we'll somehow finance it with you. And then we'll resell the property to profit and we'll give you not just the property and help you through the probate, but we'll give you a property that's uh, flipped and you get the, pro the profits on the market. Now, I'll say this approach worked great the last few years up until about six months ago. Every flipping strategy worked until about six months ago, and they all are, are mostly, or many of them are struggling now because the margins have to be there. And yet be careful because if, when you do one at a time, it's hard to get, a, you're, you're paying a retail price for things versus wholesale. But to somebody who's really a general contractor and or has access to teams of people and buying things at, at wholesale, what a great way to generate business. You know, you have construction bids out, you find somebody inheriting a property, it becomes a probate real estate listing. You have probate real estate listing leads, people have property coming to them that need to be redeveloped. And you can help them perhaps by doing the construction, either remodeling or adding a room to a building to make it more valuable. Along the way, any questions, jump in. It's meant to be participative. But I'm going to mute out. If you just have background noise, I'm going to have to mute you out. Okay, good. Okay. Is this, how, is this interesting at all? Are we on track here, everybody? How about yes or no in the chat box? Is this of interest to you? We got, we got uh, eight more to go. So, Bill, how much of the construction business do you actually refer to, like, express offers, just in case you don't have the solution? So, Matthew is asking me about, uh, uh, just to sh share what express offers is. So, I happen to be an agent with EXP Realty, and we have an in-house um, uh, iBuyer program called Express Offers, where we can submit a property, and then various investors who've been invented will bid on the property, and then we can bring that offer back to our customer. So the truth is, they won't buy through probate if it's full authority, I mean, if it's limited authority for sure. And I'm, as a real estate broker, looking for limited authority because that's where I can create my value for my customers. So on full authority listings, it's a, it's a possibility. Um, I don't use, I've used Express Offers occasionally. Um, I've not had any properties bought through them. I've had them pass on a couple and found other investors to buy them. So I have to say personally, I've not used Express Offers as a 
successful strategy where I am. I, I can't say, I don't say anything bad about the program, but it just hasn't really done anything for me personally. Okay. Um, now, how many times have I actually had a property where I ha have a buyer look at it? Not very, but construction, I mean, literally, I have a listing now where uh, I have an, uh, an agent who helps me a little bit with my, my listing. Her husband's a contractor. And so one of the things we did was we had to do some, the property was sited uh, and we had to remove some structure. And, and now we're seeing them back for some electrical work and some other things were cited by the insurance company. So again, that's to me, I'm not making money on the construction. That's not my goal. But if I was a contractor, I might, or if my wife was a contractor, if, if I was a realtor, my wife was a realtor and I'm a contractor, that's what they are. That might be a way to make some money. So for that couple, that's how they should be using that together, using your contracting, your real estate as a partnership. I'm not, so that's not my thing. And again, I don't mean to play, I'm doing any of these. I am doing a couple. I'll point out when I are, when I am, this is not what I'm doing to make money yet. I'm only using contracting now as a service for my customers. Okay. Okay. Continuing number four, wholesaling. So to me, this is an obvious one, right? We have uh, uh, as real estate agent, I work with investors. I work with wholesalers, help them learn how to get properties under contract. If they want to wholesale a, a probate, they really need somebody to explain to the buyer what has to be done. Uh, Kak is asking, is there a course for probate with a promo code? I don't have a course with a promo code today. I'm not selling anything. This is all free, Kathy. My whole YouTube channel is free. So I'm not sure what you're looking for. So wholesaling to me is a natural. I've wholesaled deals before. When, when uh, sellers came to me uh, and had a property that I didn't want to, as an agent, I would say, listen, I don't really want to, to uh, represent that property for various reasons, but I think I can get you X amount of money and I'll write your contract and I'll get on a contract and I'll get it resold for you at that price. And I've done that a couple of times. Now, when I do it, I disclose I'm an agent. I'm not going to represent you. Uh, and I'm going to wholesale it up front. Uh, but I've made good money. I did, uh, I probably do about one a year of those. And I made like 41, uh, $150,000 on one last year. So that's a case where I know wholesaling. I know how to do it. It's a skill. I've taken some classes. I've, I've watched YouTube videos from different wholesalers. I network with wholesalers. And so it's a tool in my toolbox. But think about it. I make about $40,000 a year doing one wholesale deal. That's a nice extra piece of business. And it's the kind of thing where a lead came to me and I solved the problem wholesaling it, but I get to be the solution to that community. So, and in fact, I think both of the deal I wholesale came to me from a real estate investment club. And as a result, they think of me as the probate expert, which is great. That's what I want. I want my world to think of me whenever they have a question of probate. So wholesaling is a natural fit. Now, again, issues. You got to disclose, I think, if you're a realtor, whether you're going to represent them or not. And you can't use information that you got from them as an agent against them as a wholesaler. So it's a very delicate process if you're going to do it. You can buy a property as, as a principal, but you have to be honest about what you're doing it up front. And in my case, when I wholesale, I tell them I'm going to wholesale the property for you, but I'm going to get it done. And they're just glad to get the money. They got some quick money up front. They have my guarantee and my work word on it, and we move quickly on it. Number five, you can lend to the estate. One of my team members, I believe Nina, does this. So estate lending is a little different because 
Um, if it's a probate estate, the goal of it's to be temporary. So sometimes, and in in where this case comes in is, think of a property being left to two people, right? Dad passes or mom passes and leaves a property to two children. Property's worth a million dollars and they're each gonna get a, a half million dollars, but there's no debt. So in order to buy the other out, one of them would have to qualify for a loan of half a million dollars. But they're in escort, they're, they're doing it during the probate period. And they they really want to be um they want to inherit the whole property at the step-up basis. They don't want to buy the property from this from the other child because then there's a transaction and then there's there's different issues related to that. Uh tax issues as well as reassessment issues. So there are state, there's lenders who will lend to the estate uh, or to one of the heirs the half million dollars. They'll pre-qualify them so as soon as the probate closes, then they'll refinance the half million dollars on that million dollar property. So lending to an estate is a separate business, very specialized. And those people market to attorneys so that when attorneys have these cases, they call them. And of course, somebody might be willing to sell the property down the road and put yourself in position for that. So that's a separate business as well. Number six, advances to estate. I do this regularly, probate advances. I actually teach a class, getprobate.cash, on Wednesday mornings at 8.30 a.m. And it's on my YouTube channel as well. You can do this on your own. There's companies that do this. My experience was they were inconsistent. They didn't deliver the consistently the level of service I need for my customers that I want to be associated with. And so what happened would be I would submit a customer to one a probate advance company, they'd decline them, but they would just tell the customer they declined, and the customer would be pissed off and wouldn't call me back, and I'd lose the listing lead. So what I do instead is I pre-qualify the deal, I take it to the probate advance company, get them to pre-underwrite it, and then take the customer to them at that point. So I create my own kind of probate advance brokerage. You don't have to use me. You're welcome to come on Wednesday. If you're going to do this as a business, we can talk about it and work together. I'm fine with that. But really what i find is there's an opportunity that if we work together and collaborate we can hold the vendors to a higher level of service and get better results for our customers and for ourselves typically in advance most common cases somebody has a house they're going to get at the end of probate uh they're going to inherit and, and get maybe half a million dollars or three hundred thousand dollars but they might need ten thousand dollars now to pay for the attorney the filing fees maybe clean the house up, maybe pay taxes, a couple payments. Maybe they need some cash because they're tight for money now. It's expensive. They typically pay back thirteen dollars or $15,000 in the first year. So they say, wow, 30% interest or 50% interest is a lot. But it's not really interest. There's no payment. There's no interest due. And most important, it's not, um, there's no recourse. Meaning if they get the advance and turn out not to be an heir, Maybe they think they're the child and out of the blue comes some unknown ex-wife who really uh, uh, inherits the whole property and you get nothing. You don't owe the $10,000 back where it's advanced to you. It's called non-recourse. So on one hand, it's expensive. On the other hand, it can be very effective money. As a business, I'll just share with you, I do about two of these a month. And you know, at $250 to $500 commission average, uh, it's some nice additional money that I use uh, for my lead generation. I'm generating leads by offering that service to my customers and I get paid that money, but it also ties me into the deal with the customer. So if you have a case where you have a customer who needs money, 
to pay for attorney's fees, pay for filing fees. Maybe they need money to uh, evict a squatter. They need money to pay taxes or something. Feel free to reach out to me. I'm more glad to help you uh, by advance the money or if you want to learn how to do it on your own, come on Wednesday mornings at 8.30 to getprobate.cash. Okay, not seeing any questions. We'll continue. Number seven, buy the heir's interest in an estate. There are people who go and find heirs and say, hey, you stand to inherit this property and your interest in this estate is going to be worth $200,000, $500,000. I'll pay you cash right now. And there's people who do that. There's a whole business aligned with that. And sometimes they'll say yes. And sometimes they'll say no, I want to do it myself. And I want to list the house. Now you have a chance to compete for that listing. So that's another business, buying the heir's interest in an estate. Also, obviously, real estate services, both during and after real estate. So if you do property management or you do loans or you buy other, want them to sell them other properties, obviously, people coming into a chunk of money can be a source of business. Now, personally, I don't work, I don't do property management. I don't do loans. I don't really work with buyers on buying property. I, I do represent certain investors, very narrow type of investor set. Even though I'm a real estate agent, I'm licensed to do it. I really focus on what I do really well. But I know some of you normally you know, work with buyers and show them property. Why not talk to somebody who just inherited 200,000, 300,000, half a million dollars, a million dollars, and show them a good investment property or a new home they can buy with the money they just inherited. So to me, that's a natural that most agents miss. Kathy asked what state I'm licensed in. I'm licensed in California. I'm with EXP Realty, which is one company nationwide. So I actually have team members uh, right now in about oh, eight states, uh, nine states. But personally, I'm licensed in only California. But I'm building a network for really, my goal is to handle every county in the United States. Okay, number nine, legal related services. This was another one. So there are people who do document preparation, paralegal services and probate, who don't do real estate. And there's real estate agents who have these skills. So obviously you can offer certain skills, certain work for free. You know, I'll file for, you know, I'll be your paralegal and I'll do the document prep. And if I'm gonna list a property, I'm not gonna charge for the filing. I mean, we all do some work for free to get business. But at the same time, that's going to generate other business for you. Like any business, I'm a real estate agent. When people ask me the value of their property, I don't charge them for broker price opinion or for a CMA. That's part of my opportunity to show them how good I am to earn the business. So as a paralegal or as an attorney, there's a chance for you to earn that business uh, by doing a certain set of legal services for free, charging for the rest. I know attorneys who offer a free will which is fairly automated and easy to do, but they, but they do that as a lead generation tool to offer estate planning. And if their average estate plan might be $3,000 or $5,000, you, you give away $150 will uh, with the idea of generating one in five or one in 10, $3,000 or $5,000 fees for estate planning. So legal, legal related services is another opportunity, I think uh, makes a lot of sense. Kathy says that She's in Washington. She's licensed independent looking for probate deals to buy off market. Kathy, I'd love to talk to you offline sometime. If you want to just send me a text or email or we can set up an appointment, I'd love to find out more about what you're doing and see where you, know, where you work. I know Washington's a big state um, and uh, love to maybe connect you with the partners they have up there or something, find out some way to work together. 
And on this call, we have a couple people from Washington as well. Okay, that's number nine. Again, of the 11 ways to make money. Number 10 is financial services. So probate real estate is another way to generate business in financial services and consulting and advice and tax returns. For example, there's a very specialized field of doing accounting for uh, probate, accounting for trust estates. In fact, if you do this work, reach out to me. I've interviewed a couple. I've referred business to a couple. Always looking for more, right? And so obviously you can, you can advertise to attorneys to do this kind of work. You can advertise to consumers who are in probate to do this kind of work. And then you, from there, can you solicit to also do the real estate? Or again, husband, wife, natural fit there, a partner. I do the taxes. My partner does the real estate. Natural opportunity to add that business in. So that's a case where one plus one to me easily could be three. Uh, Tasha Fugas says, TMF Accounting Services, that is my business. Tasha, do you do specifically probate accounting or specifically um, uh, trust accounting when you have trusts that inherit money and, and then distribute the funds? Right. So what I'd say, Tasha, is there's, a there's an opportunity for you. Uh, and Tasha, where are you located? Remind me, are you in California? Bayer, yeah. So to me, it's a nat and, and you're also a real estate agent, aren't you? We're having this conversation to the trap box in case you guys are following. Yeah. So to me, a natural would be, why not specialize as a tax person in probate tax accounting and trust tax accounting? That doesn't mean that you don't do the other ones. It doesn't mean you turn down people who ask you for basic returns. It means your marketing is as a probate expert, both as a realtor and as a um, tax preparer. Well, let's talk about that. It's another one I'd love to have on my team, a person who does taxes like that. Uh, I have a couple of attorneys kind of circling around on my team, but I think an account would be great. To me, that's a natural case of where you add value. Um, uh, Mike asked, do I have a depreciation specialist on my team? I'm not sure I know what a depreciation specialist is. Do you mean a um, somebody who does the, the calculation on the, um, well, I forget what it's called, but um, the advanced depreciation? I'm not sure I know what that is, Mike. He's asking about a depreciation specialist. Okay, number 11, but maybe it makes sense. Maybe, you know, investing in real estate and then obviously approaching probate people as a way, you know, you can, you can market the heirs who have a lot of money and they're going to come into a big chunk what they should do with it. I don't. My niche is where people are struggling with what to do with it. That's where I fit. That's where I like to work the market. But you might like working the market in financial services on tax advice, 401ks, LLCs, partnerships. And so you, you're purposely looking for people in probate or well-to-do and can take on those more complicated financial structures. And number 11 is you can become the administrator or fiduciary or professional fiduciary. So in California, you, get, you can get paid the same as the attorney can by offering to help the probate process, help the person through the process. And you can do, I think, two a year without being licensed in California. Um, but that would be another business where you're offering to be the administrator and then perhaps maybe discounting the real estate fees or doing the real estate fees for free while being the administrator or the administrator for fees or discount for being the realtor or things like that. So there's different ways to work it. But again, one plus one can be three because obviously as the realtor and the administrator, you're going to have great communication with the realtor or the administrator. So that's the 11 ways that I have come up with. I'm sure there's like another 2,000 ways to make money in probate real estate. Uh, but the key is we're looking for the opportunity 
for you to have synergy where the other the two businesses work together and help each other. I've done a lot of talking today, and this is what meant to be interactive. So who has a question or who has input, either another bit, feel free to shout out and promote. If you have another business that you use in probate real estate that you think other people should know about, as well as has helped you with your business, let me know. Or if you have a question, just put it in the chat box or raise your hand. Hey, Bill, as you pointed out, I'm an auctioneer and a state tag sale and a certified estate specialist. So a lot of times when people call me, they're calling me just before they call their real estate broker in order to get all of the stuff that's inside the house out. Right. So I get to kind of sort of double dip. I can do the auction, the estate tag sale, and then the real estate just by walking in the door for the one thing. Yeah, I, I know people who do the auction like that. Uh, I know people who do estate sales that way. Um, and uh, I think either, you know, there's different different ends of the same thing, but to me, it makes a lot of sense. But again, you've got to find, and you've done this, I'm speaking to everybody else, you've got to find that thing that you do well, that creates value. You can't just do it because you get paid at it. Exactly. That's the one thing, the mistake we make as real estate agents is we'll find something where, oh, you're going to get paid 50 bucks for every one of these that you do. Well, the 50 bucks becomes a distraction and you're not giving value to your customer versus if you can, if you're good at auctioneering or you're good at estate sales or you're good at junk cleanout services, it gives you opportunity to get real estate listings at the same time if you're good at it and be great at both of them. Good. Thank you, Matthew. Who else does this, a, a complimentary business or I say a synergistic business? Anybody else? Raise your hand, chat box. <clears throat> I just watched talking I'm almost horse. Nobody else? Is this a new concept, you guys? You ever thought about doing other things? I know it's not true. See, I often hear about the, the importance for multiple streams of income. I really believe that you know there's different ways to look at it. Some say you have to have multiple. Some say one of my coaches is Grant Cardone, have one great source of business. And then you know, you can from there um add on things that are synergistic. That's what that's what I've tried to do. Cost segregation, exactly. So cost segregation is a process where they evaluate, it's most commonly in multifamily and commercial buildings, where, where you rather than taking a straight line on the depreciation, you can accelerate the depreciation on a building, the portion of the non-real estate part, the building of the building. And by doing that, you get in the early years, a large tax deduction. And if you're a real estate professional full-time, you can offset your regular income with that. So when I invest in multifamily and they do cost segregation, of, I can input a, I can write a check for $50,000 in year one, I have a $41,000 loss even when they break even because there's so much depreciation built up in year one. And that helps protect the downside investment because on a $41,000 write-off, I've already saved 10, 12, $15,000 in taxes of my $50,000 investment. And I think that doing that as a cost segregation specialist or accountant or service, you can also open it up as a way to generate real estate deals, whether it be an investor or as a real estate agent. So good. Uh, thank you, Mike, for sharing that. Cost segregation case study. Yeah, I've seen, I've done those and I've been the beneficiary of that business. I actually interviewed one on my YouTube channel. Good. Other questions. Who else has a business that's complimentary that you use that helps you, where real estate helps your business and the business helps your real estate. Anybody else? No? Okay. 
Uh, any other challenges, questions? Just uh, just a quick break while we're while I think it's just a good time to to interrupt. Again, just a quick reminder: if you are in the LA area today, um, when we're done, we'll be done here shortly. But at starting at six thirty, uh, it's the LA County Real Estate Investor Association meeting. It's in the West LA area. Uh, Culver City, about 250 people come with a speaker. And then we have an, we have uh, Christopher Mezzo speaking today on pre-development real estate and land banking. Starts at 630 at the Iman Center. If you want more information, go to lareic.com or Laric. That's the website, and you'll pull up all the information. It's free. I'll get paid a nickel. I'd love to see you there. Come up and say hello. And then, uh, you know, if you're looking for, well, how can I continue this? We had somebody ask me, uh, for promo code for coaching. I don't really charge anything. To be honest, I'd probably be glad to make a 15-minute coaching call with any of you for free. Uh, go into the probate experts group in Facebook, probate experts. We post content there and people ask questions, and I'm glad to meet up with you there and try to help you with your business challenges and work together as a group. And my vision of that is that we're going to create a um, nationwide network. I'd love to have a, uh, an agent pre-vetted in every county in the country so that when national vendors, as happened recently, say, you know, we have a new listing in this county, in the state, we're the go-to company and we're the ones who get that listing and we work that out together. John says he's working on getting his title agency. John, uh, I don't know if you're able to chat about that. Where do you do, if you want to unmute yourself and let's talk a little bit about that, where do you sell real estate? Tell me about your title, your pursuit of a title company. If you want to unmute. Um, oh, I think, hello. hey, normally people say title. I think that really means what we would call escrow. Does that mean you're going to be doing the closings? Does that mean you're going to do, what, what does that look like to you? What do you plan to do? Uh, title as in title insurance. So uh, you will be able to get on uh, either side and that could actually work with you when you're closing. So you can end up getting credits and such or giving credits to other investors. Nice. Where do you do business? Uh, northwest suburbs of Chicago. Nice. I, I can tell by your accent, you're legitimate Chicago. Uh, <laughs> and is your company going to be just Illinois or nationwide? Or what's your plan as far as your, your coverage? Uh, this is just for my business, actually. So I'm just working on it for, you know, my investors and my flips. So I'm a real Got estate it. agent, uh, you know, a wholesaler and, and, you know, whole nine yards. Got it. Love it. Personally, I'm looking for, in case somebody here is on the call, I would love to find a title company that wants to market nationally to service this group. Uh, I'd love to interview them on my YouTube channel. I'd love to have them come as a guest. And, and why would I do that? Because I believe there's certain services that they can provide to us that the normal title reps don't think about. And I also think they get referrals. I think they get cases that fall out. I've had that happen. And so I'd like to, if you know anybody in the title business that is a national sales rep, multiple state sales rep, I would love to talk to them. I'll um, find that out. Fantastic. Great. Are you doing now, when you say you're doing a hotel business, are you like um, subcontracting through one of the national providers? Is that how it works? Like First American or one of those kind of companies? Yeah. So it, it basically you just become an agent, just like a real estate agent. Right. And and they, they do the work, they do the background. Um, you could pay them to do that, but you sell the services. You're basically selling insurance. Got it. Maybe it's a person that you signed up with, or maybe it's something you'd like to look into. But again, I'm looking for some more national uh, title rep who wants to, or title company salesperson who can service 
us, right? We have on this call, you know, regularly 40 to 80 real estate agents and in our chat room and in our Facebook group. So that's what I'm looking for. So thank you. Thanks, John. Okay. No problem. Um, okay. And Erica says probably mortgage protection and financial services. That's another good one. Makes a lot of sense uh, to connect that with probate, people getting property and need those kind of protections. So that's fantastic. Good. Um, okay, 441. So we got a few minutes left. Questions, comments, issues, problems, victories. I got a new listing this week. I closed the deal this week. I got a new referral opened up for a listing in Maryland this week. I, I could talk for hours about good stuff. Um, um, Tasha says, how do I go about becoming an administrator? Tasha, I love talking to you about that. Um, you're in California. So really the, the, the issue is not how do you, uh, it's, it's two things. How do you find the opportunity? And then second, how do you discharge your obligations, right? So how do you find the opportunity? Well, that's prospecting for your real estate or whatever else you're doing right now. How you discharge obligations, there's a number of ways. You have to do what the administrator should be doing. One thing they might be doing is hiring an attorney. So you might find an attorney that you could hire. What you might do is find an attorney who discounts their fees and pays you some of it, so your client pays no more, but you're the one who interfaces with the attorney. That's what I've done. I found a service. They do the heavy lifting on the paperwork, administrative work, and I interface with the customer, and I follow up on the attorney to make sure they do their work. If you're interested, Tasha, reach out to me privately, uh, email or text. I'm sure you have my contact info, or if not, go into probate experts group and reach out to me there. And I love talking about that. Um, let's see. Elsie says, uh, yeah, feel free. Let's talk about it anytime. Uh, Mike says, invest in, uh, looking investors in Tucson area. because Yeah, Tucson's a hot market for sure. Great. Um, Eric says, how do we get probate lead before the attorneys? So Eric uh, asked a good question. How do we get probate leads before the attorneys are involved? There's probably two different ways. One is um, you can find probate filings where the filing is without an attorney, pro, pro se or pro per, depending on who, what, what area you're in, or where the petitioner and the attorney is the same name. Uh, that's usually the case. They're they're applying and they, they put their name in the box where the attorney is. So you can you can buy uh, Eric. What Eric? What state do you do business in? And are you an agent? Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles, real estate agent. Uh -huh. and who are you with? Uh, I'm with. I was with EXP for a couple of years. I'm with Circle Realty now. Oh no, Eric! You went the wrong way. I'm just kidding. No. I'm with <laughs> Hey, EXP is great if you got teams and all that other stuff, but when you're an individual agent. Uh... Hey, I'm a team. Let's, try, let's talk together. So yeah, uh, I would say I'd love to talk to you about that. If you're interested in doing that legitimately, I'd love to walk you through it. I'll, I'll give you the short answer, which is you get the probate filings and you contact all those that are pro, pro per or pro se, depending on which service you get, or where the petitioner and the attorney is the same name, because normally that means it's not attorney. They just put their name in the attorney box. The others you can buy what are called pre-probate. I don't think that's a good method. I know that data companies love to sell it, but I don't believe it's effective. I don't know anybody doing it effectively. I do know investors who buy pre-probates and merge that data with foreclosures, reverse mortgages, several other line items, but I don't know anybody specifically who's doing pre-probates and approaching those effectively because there's too many of them uh and so many of them 
somebody really prepubate is a fancy name for somebody died who we think owns real estate. Right. But think about it, many of those are going to be spouses, uh, where the deeds are already there, or trusts. So from my way of thinking mathematically, it's not a very rich data set for probate cases. It might be for other things. So I would say that getting the, uh, checking the filings and the pro, uh, per or pro se, or where the petitioner and the attorney is in the same box would be your best bet if you're looking for probates in California. Yeah, I've just been burned by a couple of attorneys recently. So that's why I'm like I'm with you. tired of it, uh, especially when they have real estate licenses. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I don't know where you are. And, and I, you know, I'm looking to build out my team in LA. If it's something you're interested in talking about or getting some help on, I'm with you. It is much, what I will say is it's much harder uh, getting business from attorneys than you'd ever imagine. And you get back much less business for what you create for them than you would ever imagine. Uh, yeah. For the vast majority, there's occasional exceptions, and that's where we build our business. So yeah. I think okay. that's true about most people. But I'd love to tell if you want to continue the conversation privately, I'd be glad to. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Great stuff. Okay. Well, look, this sounds like it was a productive call today. Um, I, you know, again, my, my goal here is not to have you think about creating a second line of income because you don't need to work more. We want to work smarter, make more money in less time, or, or the same money in less time, or a lot more money in the same time. And the way to do that is by being more productive and finding ways to get more revenue from the people you talk to. How do we do that? By creating more value for the people we talk to. I often think if you can do two things, you eliminate the inherent friction of communication. So if you're the administrator and the realtor or the attorney and the realtor, I'd love, you know, it's funny. I talk to attorneys who do real estate also. And theoretically, what a great combination. In practice, it's so hard for them to take off the attorney hat. And realtors, by our nature, um, are going to be more empathetic and have to be more communicative than attorneys ever want to be. So that's their challenge, I find, in doing those two together. But that said, let's look for those opportunities where we can be synergistic and build a business together. If I can help you, I'm glad to. I'm on social media at Bill Gross EXP. In the Facebook group, Probate Experts, it's free. You don't have to be a member. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to sign up for anything. Love to have you there. Uh, and if you have some questions about your personal business, I'd be glad to talk to you privately. Just send me a text or message and I'll give you a link for my calendar to do a 15 minute consult. Let's see where you're at and see if I can help you or not. Um, let's see, a couple comments. Help others first, reciprocity and loyalty. Yes, Mike, thank you. And Mark, uh, Pete says, great meeting as always. Uh, Pete, thanks for your support. And I'm glad to help. Okay, guys, I think we'll wrap, we'll call it a wrap today. Again, sorry about the change on the guests, but Hopefully we'll have some good news and we'll, we'll talk to him on March 9th and get an update on the family situation. In the meantime, let's all go out and get some listings. Let's go out and help some customers. Make today your best day ever. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you. Hey, it's Bill Gross. I hope you like this video. If you want to join us live every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern, register at probateweekly.com, www.probateweekly.com. And if you like this content, hit the like button and subscribe and get notifications, and you get notified as soon as we upload every time. Thanks.